came across an article this week about a co-founder of a Satanist church from South Africa who converted to Christianity. And the story was so inspiring that I thought that I should share it with you guys today. This man had been involved with his Satanist movement for four years, and he said this, quote, I got involved with Satanism because at the time it resonated with me, being very broken and sad without realizing it. He said, I think the reason a lot of people resonate with Satanism is they come from a very broken place. I myself have met thousands of Satanists over the last three years, and I'm not saying the intentions are bad, but they are extremely broken and extremely hurt. That's the one thing we all had in common. This man was participating in a radio interview in South Africa, kind of explaining his beliefs and uh, explaining the teachings of his movement, of his quote-unquote church. And you can just imagine, like, listening to this radio interview, you would probably just feel the darkness, the evil that was coming forth from this man's mouth. Well, there was a Christian who was working at the radio station, a woman who he didn't name for her, for her own privacy, but she was listening. She was working. And, and again, I, I want you to put yourself into her shoes. What if you were that woman working at the station listening to this interview? What would you have done? How would you have felt? Perhaps you would have immediately been filled with sadness or overwhelmed with just confusion and maybe even a little bit of compassion. Maybe you would have been inspired to pray for him in that moment. Maybe you would have been afraid, not sure what to do. Perhaps you would have prepared your kerygma. Maybe you were ready to, to share the gospel after this interview would be over. You would think about the perfect words or the perfect question that would hopefully, you know, bring him back to Jesus. Well, this woman... He says, after the interview, approached him and he says, she hugged me and held me in such a way that I've never been loved before. It struck him. He said he, that she simply smiled and said it was nice to meet him in person. He was moved by this experience and looked up this woman on the WhatsApp app and found out that she was Christian. And he thought to himself, wow, never in my entire life have I experienced unconditional love like that before, especially not from a Christian. But he continued with his life. And a week later, during a satanic ritual... Jesus Christ appeared to him in a vision, but he didn't recognize Jesus. In fact, he says that he was cocky. 
And with much pride, he looked at Jesus and he said, if you are Jesus, you need to prove it. And then he says, quote, Jesus flooded me with the most beautiful love, and I recognized it immediately because that woman at the radio station showed it to me. That's how I recognized the love of Jesus Christ. Soon after, he stepped down from his position as the clergyman of this satanic church. That happened this past May. And he shared his testimony live on Facebook this past Monday, July 4th. This is a real story of a real human being who was very far away from God this year, recently, in our world today. And he had a vision of Jesus Christ himself. Perhaps you have longed for such a vision. Maybe you've wished that you were so blessed to have actually seen Jesus. Maybe jealous of those that have been able to experience such a unique and privileged opportunity. And it goes to show that someone so far away was still not too far gone. That Jesus went out of his way to appear to this man during a satanic ritual. To call him back. To reveal the love of God. When we experience unconditional love, we are changed. And I hope and pray that every one of you have experienced that kind of love at least once, but hopefully many more times than that in your lifetime. True, real, authentic Christian love, maybe from a spouse a parent, an extended family member, a friend, or maybe even a stranger. But if and when you've experienced that love, you noticed it. You felt different. It did something for your heart because you encountered Jesus Christ through that act or that word. And when we share the love of Christ with others, when we simply express unconditional love to another human person, face to face, they encounter Jesus through us. And sometimes we don't even realize how it changes them, how it leaves them different after having experienced our presence Because the love of God shined through and expressed itself through us. Today is the parable of the Good Samaritan, which most of us have probably heard before. If you haven't, that's okay. This is a great parable that Jesus tells to a Jew who is sincerely sincerely desiring to love God. And to follow the law and to obtain salvation. He asked Jesus a simple question, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus, of course, expresses the greatest commandment of the Old Testament. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. The scholar of the law affirms, yes, fantastic. But who is my neighbor? Jesus responds to this wonderful parable 
about a man who was beaten, stripped, and left half dead on the side of the road, traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho. And this man is helpless, dying on the street. And here comes a priest, a representative of God, a minister in the temple, passes him by. Here comes a Levite, which is another important minister of God, just to keep that simple. He too passes Jesus, not Jesus, passes the uh, traveler by the road. And then comes a Samaritan. Shocking because Jesus is telling the story to a Jew, and at this time, the Jews and the Samaritans didn't get along. The Jews were from the tribe of Judah in the southern kingdom. The Samaritans were from the tribe of Israel in the northern kingdom. And it was a divided kingdom. And these people did not like each other. Particularly because the Samaritans were known to kind of intermingle with pagan worship and sacrifices. So they were considered enemies of God. And certainly enemies of the Jews. And yet Jesus gives this parable that this quote-unquote enemy, is the one who is the hero of the story, picks up this traveler off the side of the road, brings him back to life, pours oil and, and wine upon his wounds, restores him, puts him on a donkey, brings him to the nearby town, gives him to the innkeeper, and pays for whatever it would take to bring him to restoration. Jesus says, who is the neighbor in this story? And the scholar of the law affirms the one who treated him with mercy. And so we perhaps can, can quite easily see the connection that Jesus is trying to tell us that we too need to extend mercy, even to people that might be seemingly our enemies, that we are to be the face of Jesus to anyone, ready to bring them back to life by our mercy and by our love. But St. Augustine actually challenges us to see it a little bit deeper. And he says that you and I, we are the wounded travelers. We are the ones left beaten, stripped, left half dead on the side of the road. Because of our sin. Because our sin makes us enemies to God. We turn our back against him. And we're left dying, losing life. Perhaps we're left half dead and beaten because of the sins of others and what they've done to us. Or perhaps just the weight of the world, the fatigue, the stress, the chaos, the complicated circumstances of our daily life, it leaves us dead. And St. Augustine says that the Good Samaritan is Jesus. He sees us and he's moved with compassion, just like the Good Samaritan in the parable. It says he's moved with compassion at the sight of him. Jesus is moved with compassion at the sight of us in our sinfulness and in our weakness. And he seeks to bring us back to life. He pours oil and wine upon our wounds, symbolizing the sacraments of the church the oil of the anointing of the sick, the wine of the Eucharist. 
He restores us by His mercy and brings us back to life, cares for us in the long term. St. Paul tells us in the book of Romans that even while we were yet sinners, God proves His love for us by sending His Son to die for us. Even though we were considered enemies of God, He has mercy and brings us back to life. Jesus is a good Samaritan, and he is the one that shows us what real love looks like. So I want us to consider this morning, do you find it difficult to love others, to serve others, to forgive others? If that's you, perhaps you yourself need to receive God's love. You need to be served by Him. Perhaps you need to be forgiven by Him. If you find yourself feeling half dead in this difficult world, perhaps you need to receive the mercy and restoration of Jesus Christ. And if that's you, praise God, because Jesus is the Good Samaritan. Put yourself in a position to receive His love. In prayer, open up your hearts to receive Him. Through the sacraments, come to confession, even if it's been more than 30 years, because Jesus is ready to bring you back to life. Regardless, though, of your circumstances, whether you feel dead or alive, Jesus wants you to be that good Samaritan for someone else. Although we are left wounded and broken by our sin, we are still sons and daughters. And by our baptism, we have the Holy Spirit within us. And we can shine the light of Jesus Christ by our unconditional love. The good news is that we do not have to be perfect to get started. We don't have to be St. Mother Teresa or St. Padre Pio in order to be the face of Christ. We can start now, even in our weaknesses, even in our sinfulness, even in our brokenness and our pain, we can be that unconditional love for someone else. So why not now? What's holding you back? If God can seek out and save this co-founder of a satanic church two months ago, he can do it through you for someone else. No one is too far away. So I want you to pray about who that might be in your own life. As we continue with this Mass, I want you to ask the Lord very simply and honestly, Jesus, who? Who is it? that you want me to love? Who is it that you want me to reach out and express that unconditional love of Christ? Sometimes the hardest people to love is our family. And maybe it's as simple as that. But maybe it's a stranger. Maybe it's someone that's inconvenient. Maybe it's a poor person. Maybe it's a sick person. 
Maybe it's someone that really eats you alive because they're just so annoying. Maybe it's someone that's hurt you. But ask the Lord to tell you. Because He will. And then ask the Lord for great courage. Because it takes a lot of courage to love. But with love, we can be the face of Christ. And as we express that love, we don't go up to tell them and say, hey, God told me to love you, so here we go. Because it's not about you. Do it in private. Do it in secret. Keep that between you and Jesus. But express love truly, authentically. Die to yourself for their sake. And have faith that they will be changed because they will experience Jesus Christ through you. So who is it? Why not start now? Ask Jesus for that courage today to reveal to you, to be that good Samaritan for someone, to let Jesus be the good Samaritan for you so that you can be the good Samaritan for someone else. Amen. Thank you.